0: It on the rebound, and the Panthers winning it in overtime, 2-1 the final. Welcome to Territory Talk, the official podcast of the Florida Panthers. Essex ends it straight ahead, Barkov has room, cruises in, Barkov makes him, he scores! Here are your hosts, Jamison Olive and Doug Plakins.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Territory Talk. My name is Jamison Olive, and today I am joined by Pete Rossi in studio, and we'll have Doug Pliggins joining us in a little bit from the road where he sat down with Mike Matheson for a good five-minute chat. But uh, right now, the Panthers are in the midst of a season-long winning streak. They're looking to extend that to six games tomorrow night in Columbus. Everything seems to be going right now for the Panthers. I mean, let's just get right into it. Pete, what what is working right now for the Florida Panthers in your mind?
2: Well, I think you can narrow it down to two things. It's uh, Coach Bugner has made some lineup decisions, uh, switching uh, some guys around, the forward units as well as, the, as well as the defensive units. And the return of Roberto Luongo has really been the catalyst that this Panthers team has been looking for. Uh, they were getting, you know, goaltending that they thought uh, was, was was good, but they, they really needed, you know, a, a game-changing element uh, between the pipes. And I think fans certainly saw that last night heading into that third period in Philly. Uh, the Flyers came out hot. Uh, you know, being down two goals, they got a quick one in the third period, but after that, it really was the Roberto Luongo show, and he really showed Panthers fans and, and his teammates, um, you know, basically what he brings to this team. And you know, he's a veteran; he's a guiding and calming influence in between the pipes. And the uh, the lineup decisions Coach Bugner has made—you move Mike Hoffman to that top line, and and you bring uh, you know Aaron Eckblad and Keith Andel, You split them up. Keith Yandle, you, you put on the pairing with uh, Alexander Petrovich. Both of them have found new gears to their game as well. So it just seems that. Uh, you know, Coach Bugner really has the pulse of this team right now. And he, he's clicking all the buttons the right way. And, and the Panthers have paid uh, the dividends for it.
1: And uh, we, d- we don't have the rights to this song. But if, you, if you're at home, turn on Cool in the Gang Celebration. Because that's kind of what's going through our head right now. Because things just seem to be going so well for this team. And it, it, the thing is, this isn't a surprise to anyone in in this room. And by this room, it's just me and you in this room. So I know it's not a surprise to either of us. Until we get that live audience. Until we that's, get the live audience it's, here it's, in the <laughs> Sin Minute bb Center. It's just us. But uh, it, the, the Panthers, you, you always knew they were going to turn this around. It's just how soon would it be before they did? And luckily this season, they turned it around pretty quick. They're already right back in the thick of things. You know, two games over 500, plenty of games left to play, uh, already way ahead of the curve uh, compared to the slow start they had last season. So everything's kind of coming together right now at the right time for the Panthers. But you look at during this five-game winning streak, I mean, they've outscored opponents 19-7. to 7. So it's been the scoring. It's been the defense. It's been the goaltending. It's not one specific guy or one specific area that's really carrying them. And I think that's what is the most encouraging, really, is that right now they just look like a good team. They're not really being Carried by anything, obviously. Like you said, Roberto Luongo gave this team a shot in the arm. He's the backbone. He's the heart of this team. That was huge to have him back. But it, it hasn't just been him, obviously. But that's a huge part, nonetheless. But seven for twenty on the power play. It, during this streak. I mean, you talk about special teams. The PK you know, it's, it's had a clean sheet in three of the last four outings. It's been a lot better. Roberto Luongo has a lot to do with that, obviously, as well. But the power play, I mean, 7 for 20, we knew that was going to happen, too, when you have that much talent, not only on the first unit, but also the second unit. So everything right now for the Panthers, from special teams to 5-on-5, five five, really seems to be working well. And before we get to uh, to Doug uh, uh, on the road here in a little bit, first let's talk about Mike, Mike Hoffman of Geni Dadunov, two guys making history right now for the Florida Panthers. Just Pete, what else can you say about those two? So, uh,
2: Really, uh, they've been as advertised. Uh, we saw it last year with Evgeny Daninov. He comes back over from the KHL. Um, you know, he he's, he's not a newcomer to the Panthers. He was here. He decided to go back to Russia for a couple of seasons. And then, you know, Dale Talon was looking for some scoring depth for this team and really looking for, uh, you know, a winger to replace Yarmir Yager on that top line with Alexander Barkov and Jonathan Huberto. And you bring in Evgeny Daninov, and I think he really opened up a lot of, uh, a lot of eyes. And, and, and uh, you know, he's been everything that the Panthers have needed him to be. He brings speed to this lineup, and and he really has been a complimentary piece on that top line with Alexander Barkov. And then uh, you know the Panthers needed some scoring depth this off season. They decided to go after Mike Hoffman shortly after he was acquired by the San Jose San Sharks. San Jose legend, um, yeah. So um, you know, and and you know, you know what you were getting with him. He's been a perennial twenty goal scorer for the past couple of seasons in this league, and and he brings uh, you know scoring prowess to to special teams, especially on the power play. And he has done that for uh, this Panthers team and. Uh, you know, it, it took him, him a little bit, a little bit of learning curve to, you know, on, on his part is to learn the systems, but also on the part of the coaching staff to really find out where he he fits best on this team. Yeah, and, he
1: played on all four lines. He's, he, I mean, we played 15 games and this guy's played on four lines. That's yeah. incredible. And and but I think ever
2: since he's been moved up to that top line, it really, you know, you could you could arguably say that that top line of Barkov, Dad and Hoffman has been one of. The best around the National Hockey League since that trio has, has come together. So, uh, but Mike Hoffman, you know, he's he's chasing history right now. He tied uh, Pavel Bure' uh, point streak for for you know in franchise history last night with 13 games, and Evgeny Denof is right behind him with uh, with 12 games. So. Wayne
1: Gretzky's all time record of 51 is a little bit out of reach, <laughs> yeah. but they're, they're making progress. Um, you to, say that now. To but. me, the funniest <laughs> thing though is you talk to both these guys. Uh, I mean, we've been talking to them since they were on you know, seven or eight games each, and after every time you bring it up, the streak keeps going. both down and Hoffman are both kind of like neat. Like, yeah, okay, whatever. Like, we're, we're winning hockey games. That's what we care about. So that's what I love, too, is both these guys. I mean, especially for a guy like Dadinov to be so close to tying, you know, a Russian legend in Pavel Bury He's just like, yeah, cool, whatever. Like, you no, know, we won the game. Awesome. Like, all these guys care about right now is winning. And I think that could be the one thing that we kind of take away from this slow start is obviously none of the guys in that room expected the slow start. None of them wanted it. But I think it was a really big, you know, kick in the behind here at the start of the season. I think they're already kind of in that mode they were at the end of last season and talking to some of the guys like Aaron Ekblad, uh, the other day, they're, they're already saying that, you know, that feeling starting to come back every game they go into, whether they're leading, trailing, anytime they're in a game, they feel like they're going to come back and win in uh, early on the season. I can, I can even say from watching from the press box, there were times when they were down by, you know, a goal or two. And I was like, oh man, who's, who's going to salvage this one? Who's going to get this? But I mean, the other night uh, there was a game against the Senators, obviously, where they were down one, nothing after the first period. And I mean, there wasn't a person, a single guy in that room who thought they weren't going to get that goal back. And uh, not only did they get that goal, they got five more goals uh, in the second period, you know, uh, a season high. Uh, almost matched the, uh, the franchise record there and that's kind of how the team catapulted themselves onto this road trip where they already, like you said, beat the Flyers last night 2-1 in a tight game and that's just the thing. They're not just winning these these blowouts. They're, they're winning tight games. They're, they're kind of winning every way uh, that they can out there right now and that's exactly what, a, what you want to see in a winning hockey team and the road ahead, I mean, like we said, tomorrow in Columbus and the Rangers and Ottawa then Tampa then Carolina and then they come home and looking at those games, uh, maybe earlier in the season, some of them might have looked easier than they do now because all those teams right now, even the Rangers who had a slow start, Caroline who had a hot start but wasn't expected to be, you know, that big a contender this season. All of those teams right now are playing pretty good hockey, and those are all tough games. So for the Panthers, I mean, I think Doug and I said last time we did this special episode, four or six on this road trip would be great. But I mean, now that you started with that first win, five of six looks like an, op- an option here. I mean, maybe even six or six. I mean, for the Panthers, as long as Roberto Luongo feeling it, I mean, there's really no reason that this team isn't going to be in every single game. And not only that, James Reimer his last outing, he looked fantastic. So if he's kind of finding his footing, uh, that'd be great too. But let's not forget when Lou was out last season and towards the end of last season, James Reimer was fantastic. So A slow start for him but he's a guy that's shown that you know he can get right back on that horse and play great hockey so for the Panthers like we said like we wrote in the game preview yesterday everything's clicking all the lines are clicking and it looks like right now I mean there's no reason to think this thing's gonna stop anytime soon but before we get to more and and any more of that stuff Doug Plagans like we said not here today on the road with the team in Columbus and he had a chance to sit down with Panthers defenseman Mike Matheson after today's practice.
0: All right. Well, uh, first, just uh, you know, talk about the the schedule really picking up, and you guys getting into a groove here. And and you had some of those lulls early on, but now uh, since Thursday, four games in in less than a week's time, you guys are on this win streak. Is it, is it feeling good not only to win the games, but just to, to be in that rhythm of playing every other night? Yeah, I think that that's a, a huge benefit is to be playing a lot of games.
3: You know, we last year when we were in that type of schedule, we had a lot of success because I think um, we get into a bit of a groove and and feel good about ourselves and are playing uh, every second day or so Um, and you know it's it's tough to um to to play well when you're not playing often just just like in in the middle of the game you know if if uh uh, if there's a lot of power plays or penalty kills it kind of ruins the flow of the game and and the players that aren't on the special teams kind of get out of the game and uh it just really uh it's hard to generate momentum and
0: so when you're playing a lot of games too you, you can really build a lot of momentum and you you mentioned last year a little bit I know last year's last year this year's this year second half last year was was right in the thick of a a playoff race that had had really taken shape but when you look at just how you guys are feeling right now and you know the way things are are starting to go and you guys are, are really finding your stride here does it does it kind of feel a little bit like it did at the end of last year in that regard
3: yeah, I think it does. Um, you know, we we all have a lot of confidence right now, and um, obviously, it's easy to have confidence when you're playing well and winning. And um, but at the same time, I think that's because we kept our confidence through the the difficult time early on in the season, um, and so that that really goes to show how much character we have in the in the locker room and how much belief we have in ourselves. You know, it, it's obvious that a, a lot of people kind of wrote us off early on in the year and, and you know we've we've really just gotten back into the conversation we, we haven't uh, we're not even in a playoff spot yet so we, we still have a lot of work to do um, to uh, to get to the point that we want to be at
0: but uh, you know obviously things are are going well for us right now I think it was Vincent Trocheck before the season who, who mentioned the fact that and there's a lot of you guys who've kind of grown together and gained a lot of experience together at a young age still a, a, a young Young team in terms of age, but not a young team in terms of experience. You've got a, a young core group that's that's really seen a lot here. And do you feel like that experience you guys have all gained over these last few years has, uh, I guess, prepared you for, like you said, in the early part of the season? Maybe didn't get the win loss results that you were getting, but you knew that there was a game plan that if you stuck to it, it would pay off, and it's doing that right now.
3: Yeah, I think that um, you know we we have a lot of confidence in our ability um, because of the fact that we've been been together for a while now, and um, if you, if you look. Around around the league and, and look at the teams that have a lot of success year in and year out um you know they have that core group of players that are always together and always playing together their power play units are the same um and, and you know their their uh their top two lines are the same for the most part uh you look at you know the pittsburgh penguins or um chicago blackhawks all those teams that um that have those kind of big name guys that that have been together for a long time they um they know where they are they know where each other are on the ice and and they just have so much chemistry amongst themselves and so that's
0: that's what we're trying to build here you talk about uh, talk about chemistry you and Aaron Eckblad playing together as a defense pair here recently and you guys have played together a little bit over the over time but uh, really getting things going now how have you felt things have gone and uh, you guys are playing some some key matchups some key minutes against some of the uh, top players on the other teams just how's it gone so far
3: yeah, it's been fun. Um, you know, uh, my my first few games in the playoffs, so we, we got paired together and and uh, did pretty well together. Um, and since then, it, it just any time that we got put together wasn't quite clicking. Um, and so, uh, I, I think. I think both of us in the past have been have been really trying to make that work and, and trying to do too much, and um, and so when we got put together um, this time around, we kind of had a bit of a conversation together and just realized that that the main thing was for us to to play well and keep it simple, and, and that the two of us together would be able to, um, to defend well and then have our skill take over um, together and, and complement each other that way and so um, I think it's been going well so far uh, you know like you said we've been playing against um, some tough matchups and, and so that's really our focus is to, to make sure that we're shutting down their big lines and and, uh, and then helping anytime we can in, on the offensive side.
0: And if you, if you had to pinpoint anything on this, this run you guys are on uh, lately what is the- the the biggest key the biggest thing that's contributed to it whether it is defensive play I know the special teams both ends of it have have really clicked what do you think has been the the biggest key um
3: you know I I think like I said when you're winning it's easy to have confidence in it and I think that um at this point we're back to the attitude that we had last year where we were going into games expecting to win them instead of um you know hoping to win them. (laughs) Um, And, uh, you know, I think that that... that that there there's been a lot of elements contributing to that i think having mean Lou back and nets has been huge he's you know a future all-famer he's um been making huge saves and and just his presence really settles things down um and then obviously we've been we've been clicking offensively a little bit more our power play has been doing well apparently gill has been doing well um i think early on in the season we were getting a lot of chances but we weren't scoring them um and and now we are and so that's it's just all kind Kind of snowballing together, and, and hopefully we can keep that going.
0: It seemed like that game in Philadelphia that started the road trip was a prime example of one of those games. Even though it was scoreless for a long time, took a while to get that first one. It felt like you guys just had a, a swagger out there on the ice, and you guys, you guys felt like you were going to find a way to win that game. Was that kind of the feeling down on the bench?
3: Yeah, for sure. I think early on in the year, if we were in that situation, we would have started squeezing our sticks a little bit more and and kind of wondering, oh, is this going to be another one of those close games that we went or we uh, we don't. Win, um, and you could tell that the the attitude going into that third period was you know we're up we have a win, we have a, a lead and and all we need to do is play sound defensively and and we're gonna we're gonna win the game um, and so it, that's all about confidence and that's all about. Um,
0: that swagger that you mentioned and you guys are early on in a a long road trip here and and the way things have gone this season you played a lot of games on the road do you feel like you always hear that phrase playing a good road game but do you think that when you guys are are really clicking does the game change that much from home to road or or you know do you feel any difference um no i i I don't think it does
3: I, i think that um you do hear that good road game, but uh, a stereotypical good road game is sound defensively, not making mistakes, and uh, and scoring when you get the opportunities. And that's a good way to play, regardless of whether you're at home or away. Um, and I think it's almost more important to play that way. Um, when you're at home um, you know I, I think that uh, it can be easy to get caught up in like the fact that it's your crowd and and you, you want to do something special to kind of um, create a good chance and get the crowd into it and, and for some reason that some teams can can get caught into trying to do too much or, or trying to uh, make cute plays when they're at home, um, and so I think that uh, when we're playing our best, it's it's that stereotypical road game, regardless of where we're playing.
1: A big thanks to Doug Plagans, a a big part of the show. We always miss him when he's gone, but still doing a lot of work there on the road. Uh, Great chat with Mike Matheson to hear kind of the positivity of Matheson's voice and to kind of hear what's going on in that room and the fact that this team, you know, isn't satisfied, which, you know, they shouldn't be. There's still plenty of hockey left to play. This has been a great stretch here, you know, whether it lasts five more games or one more game or whatever happens. It's not about this winning streak. It's about, you know, taking it one game at a time. And I think that's really the thing for this Panthers club. And that's what makes this game so exciting. So uh, Pete, just in general here, like I said you have columbus new york ottawa tampa carolina which kind of your outlook for this road trip
2: um, I think talking over with you, I think uh, four four out of six would would be more than I think anything that uh, you know a Panthers fan or or um, you know a, a player would sign up for. But but given the way the things have been going, I think the players expect six wins on this road trip, and that's huge. I think the confidence right now for this team is is, is reached uh, you know the, certainly the, the height that it has been this season. They've gotten some of their swagger back that we definitely saw them have towards that second half of last season. So um, you know all of these buildings are are they're, they're are tough places to play but uh you know they're, they're teams that they've seen before you know the cats have already played columbus at uh, at bbt center once and that was a closed game with james reimer and that they played the rangers once that one certainly didn't go the way they wanted but you know the cats know what to expect out of these teams you're probably going to see a future hall of famer in between the pipes you know against the rangers and henrik lundquist but you know the cats can say well you know what we've got a future hall of famer of our own you know who's been Playing stellar hockey so far, and he's looking like he's 20 years old again. So, um, as long as Longo stays healthy, as as long as you know the Cats are able to continue to roll these four lines, um, I think this road trip can be a very positive one. And I think if if they come back home around after Thanksgiving, that first game after Thanksgiving against the Blackhawks, if they come home in any capacity over 500, I think they could be feeling pretty good about themselves, given the way that things had started this season. And uh, like you said, you take it game game by game, but uh, you know, really, I think uh, Coach Bugner and the coaching staff they're pushing all the right buttons, the players are feeling great, and, and, uh, you know, as long as they keep thinking... That they're going to win. I think they have the talent to go out and get the two points in any way that they need to, whether it be coming back, uh, getting it done in the shootout or overtime or, or winning a close game as they had done against the Flyers.
1: And we think they're going to win. Does that help? Do you think that, that that resonates in the locker room if they know you and I think they're going to win?
2: I mean, I pace nervously uh, during road games in my living room in my apartment. So I think, uh, you know, any, any little bit helps. So not going to be major league levels of, of having any juju or, uh, or you know, bobbleheads in, in my locker. But uh, I definitely think think uh you know the Panthers are gonna gonna take this and they're gonna continue to see how long they can keep this rolling but uh definitely a fun time to be a Panthers fan and good things happening in Panther you
1: know land. what Pete you're right it is a fun time and that's why after last night's game you really kind of saw Panthers Twitter kind of kind of coming back a little bit being revived by this streak everyone's gonna step away back to have a good time and you know anyone that listens to the show regularly knows I probably sound a little different today I am pretty sick right now but this winning streak Pete Nothing to sneeze at, even with this cold. And for that reason, I reached out to fans last night. I asked for some fun, hot takes, you know, that may have come up during this streak. And uh, no surprise, we got about 55 to 60 takes, which is way more than I expected. But I picked, I picked five or six that uh, stood out to me that would be fun to go through right now. So let's just uh, take a moment, you know, Relax. Crank up the fire. Get a good burn going. Pete, here's some hot takes from Panthers Twitter, which I know you love. So, this one comes from at Barky Better. Surprisingly, this is one about Alexander Barkov. Okay. Alexander Barkov, greater than symbol, Connor McDavid. Your thoughts on that hot take? Oh, boy. Um...
2: They are two very great players in their own rights. Um, I think Connor McDavid is one of the elite talents in the game, and we saw Vincent Trocheck allude to the fact during training camp that uh, you know Connor McDavid and, and Alexander Barkov, or should I say Alexander Barkov, should be really in that top echelon of, of players. Him, and Crosby, him, Trocek, Crosby, yeah. and Connor McDavid are really the, the cream of the crop when you go around the NHL. Um, but
1: you know the things that Alexander, we need a hard answer, Pete. That's what the fans I mean, you really were. put me on the spot here. Um, well, to help you out here, I, I, I ran some numbers I was, here for yeah, a second. Do, do that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's go to the financials here. It's, it's, when you build a hockey team, you to go to the financials. Alexander Barkov's cap hit one, $5.9 million, which means he makes about 72000 per game. Right now, he's averaging 0.93 points per game. So right now, you're paying him about $77,000 per point. Connor McDavid on the other hand, 12.5 million dollar cap hit. That's about 150,000 per game. Right now he's averaging 1.44 points per game. So you're paying him about $106,000 per point. So bang for your buck Alexander Barkov is the better option right now, and that's the thing. When I look at it, when I look at it, when I look at building a hockey team, I think you got to take everything into account, including the financials, including building blocks. And I think to have a guy like Barkov at that cap hit for you know as long as his contract is, is a huge asset. You know, add that to his defensive play, add that to his shootout skills, add that to his creativity, add that to his leadership, and. That's why I would take Barkov in the scenario that I'm building a team and can take one. I would take Barkov, but I'll follow it up with if this was like a Space Jam scenario where we just had to send our one greatest hockey player to fight aliens. I'd probably pick McDavid. So I think they both kind of win here a little bit. They do, and
2: and you, you really you look at these two players, and these are two uh, outstanding hockey players who who make the players around them better. Uh, and and but you, you know you look at a team like the Edmonton Oilers, they are they're really they are run through. Conor McDavid. Conor McDavid is, is the heart and soul of that team. He's the engine that keeps it going. Not to say Alexander Barkov takes any nights off, but there are nights, if Alexander Barkov doesn't happen to find the score sheet, there are a numerous amount of other players on this team who could pick up that slack and 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 sort of lead this team, and that's why Barkie gets victory. to be
1: so unselfish. is because he has such um, great teammates, and you saw. <laughs> it's, it's even other intangibles. You saw last night; it was on the Fox broadcast. Barkie's drawn thirteen penalties this year. He's taken none, so he's he's already out there, you know, in, in the lead. I think for the Lady Bing, he's already probably up there for the Selkie as well. So I really don't think there's an answer to this. We both kind of gave our our, our our little ways to lean one way or the other. Barkov actually has
2: taken no penalties yet this season. Knock on wood. It's it so uh, not, and and wood, for for his aggressive style of play that he has um, you know he, he 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 likes to tap the hands a little bit t- likes to tap the sticks but uh, you know the referees know he's not a dirty player but that just goes to show how great he is at, at what he does um, from both sides of the puck but uh, the I don't we, I don't think there is a wrong answer to
1: this No, the question, fact that we can so. have this, this argument though is fantastic yeah. to, to know just given that you're comparing Alexander Barkov to a guy that I think most people in the league consider the generational talent right now so that w- we took a little bit while on that one because that was a deep one thank you for that that hot take there because that did deserve a, a pretty long conversation let's kind of pound through these next ones good this one next one is from at ian Margle, wplg that's oh ian Margle from channel 10 so we got a professional hot take right here he says lou has everything to do with the team streak right now We talked about this a little bit before, and I wouldn't say everything, but he definitely has been a big part, not just from the the skill he has in net, but Bob Bugner talked about it, the other players talked about it. He's pretty much just a a confidence booster for this team. He makes everyone else play better just for the fact that he knows that he's back there. Even James Reimer, you know, with Lou back there, had the best start of his season, kind of, you know, filling in for Lou that one game. So Lou, you know, uh, is the engine, Barkov's the best player, but Lou is the heart of the team. Everyone kind of has their role. So for Lou, and just one stat here, in five appearances this season, Luongo stopped 130 of 136 shots. That that's incredible. Dating back to last season, he's got the most, the best save percentage in the league among goal, uh, eligible goaltenders. So he's 39 years old. He's playing like he's 29, and uh, he's a future Hall of Famer. So uh, he hasn't he hasn't meant everything, but I'll give him a large percentage. He's been huge. For sure. And and I look at
2: one of the main things that Roberto Luongo brings to the table is that he's a he's a calming influence. Uh, you know, there are times that if the Panthers get hemmed in in their own zone and they're unable to get the puck out and, and things are looking a little scrambly out on the ice. Uh, you know, Roberto Luongo will be there to make the save that this team needs in that scenario. Uh, I know you can point to two instances in that first period when the Edmonton Oilers were in town. Uh, he made two unbelievable uh, glove saves uh, in that first period. If, if he doesn't make those, the Panthers Panthers are down two nothing early against the team, uh, you know, against Connor McDavid and the rest of the Oilers. But you know, given when the team doesn't get off to the strongest start, he is there. He's making the stops that this team needs in order to allow them to compose themselves, kind of and kind of get back on the right track um, if, if if you know if things don't happen to start their their right way. And you know, before when Luongo was hurt, you know the the Panthers really weren't getting a performance you know in between the pipes that that saved them a game. Um, but Roberto Luongo certainly was the game saver against the Flyers. Um, they played a very strong 40 minutes of, of road hockey. I think they really didn't need to rely on him that much, but once that third period came around and the Flyers kind of realized, you know, uh-oh, we're down 2 nothing. We really got to start getting here, uh, getting going. They, they had numerous chances, I think, within the first 5 to 10 minutes of that third period, and Lu- Roberto Luongo... Was there to shut them down. So um, he hasn't been everything during the streak, but uh, he he certainly has has played a huge role in it.
1: Um, And he's he's a big locker room guy. I think that's also lost in in Frey as well. So Bob Bugner said even when he was out of the lineup, he was speaking up in the locker room, talking to guys. So that's big to have. And let's not forget closing in on third place all time in goaltending wins. You know, less than ten wins behind Ed an now for third place. Got to think he hits it this season. And I know when we ask about it, he'll just say that's great. I'll, I'll think about it at the end of the season. Even though he admitted to us on the show that he actually doesn't think about at the end of the season he just says that to get his office back so lou more achievements for him but all we all know that all he wants is a stanley cup uh, and like we said with this winning streak the panthers definitely looking more like a stanley cup contender than ever before uh next one is coming from at trinny daddy 25 huberto keeps his mustache and wins the heart that, that, that's that's a bit over the top. There's a lot of heart contenders in this league. Huberto does have, I believe, 12 points in his last 11 games. He's been cruising. It seems like we've almost kind of forgot about him a little bit with how well, you know, Hoffman and dadanov and Barkov and Lou. There's been so many heroes lately that some guys are kind of getting, you know, pushed to the wayside here a bit, but Huberto's having a great season. Um, I think he might have to keep the stash, though, if he keeps this up during November because you got to be superstitious. If he has a great month of November, you got to keep the stash. And I won't say that, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll compete for the heart, but he put up 69 points last season, a career high. I think he's a chance to get over 70 this year. That's my bold statement for him working off that. As
2: as somebody who 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 follows this team and and uh it, you know likes to just, you know, see these guys have fun out on the ice the facial fan the facial hair fan in me hopes he keeps the handlebar mustache uh i think it's it's a great look for him and, and good things have happened since he's gotten it so um but who knows you know he might not like it but he might be saying to himself i gotta keep it and you he, know, said, he said he's playing. been using just for men to keep
1: keep it all even and that that, that it's acceptable work. it's acceptable that, it's you acceptable. also gotta keep buying the just for men that's yes, coming out of your pocket
2: not pricey stuff <laughs> it's not uh, not cheap stuff either but uh yeah the, the heart the hard trophy might be a little lofty for for uh for Huberto, but uh, as you said, he he definitely has the talent to to just keep continuing to to be you know a a producer for this team. Um, But uh, I I definitely really hope the handlebar mustache does stay. (laughs) Um, You know, it's it's hockey players are are one of the most superstitious athletes out there. So um, you know, if if things happen to go the other way when he still has the mustache, I'm pretty sure he's going to shave it just to try and change something up. But I think it looks great. We all vote Um, here two for two. We We I know I know uh, you know Jess Blaylock is a big fan of it as well. Um, So just uh, you know just you just got to tell the team just you know grab on boys grab onto the bars and and let's keep this thing
1: going this is an exciting (laughs) one here this is the best offense the panthers have ever had and this comes from dr eric m weiss and you know he's a doctor he knows what he's talking about he's a smart guy and i have to agree with him i think it's obvious uh not only just from looking at the raw talent but i actually crunched the numbers panthers right now 3.20 goals per game best in franchise history 21.5 percent power play best in franchise history. Obviously, a lot can change by the end of the season. These these numbers can go up and down, but the fact that they're there right now and the fact that we kind of expected them to be there anyway, I I mean, I think think it speaks for itself. I think this is obviously the most talented lineup the Panthers have ever had. I think the argument could be made and... and pretty sure would be
2: agreed upon that definitely the depth that this team has right now um, from the forward units, and even even defensively as well, the guys who chip in points from the blue line, probably since that first expansion year, um, this has been the most talented roster that the Panthers have had. Everybody said it in training camp, everybody said it heading into the season, and it took a little bit, some growing pains in the beginning, but I think now you're starting to see, I think Denny Podvan even alluded to it on the broadcast during the Flyers game, this team had has too much talent for things to have continued the way they were, you know, for those first couple of games. Now that everybody has seemed to find a role, whether it be on special teams, whether it be just going out there as, you know, as a fourth line, just keeping the puck in deep in, in the other team's zone, uh, it really, you know, this team, I think this is the most depth that has been on this, on this and, you know, on a roster for the Panthers in, in quite some time and it's paying dividends. It just goes to show. So I think that is a very astute observation. I think
1: it's even he he says best offense and we, we just took it one further. This is just the best team ever. Yeah, obviously. but I, I think you know they're they're
2: scoring at a at a very you know as you said it you know you put the numbers out there very good clip uh, goals per game. So uh, yeah, I, it's it's hard to argue with that fact. And uh, he's I don't a doctor. Know, I don't know what he's a doctor of, but uh, <laughs> thank you for your for your for your hard work. He's a doctor
1: of uh, streakology. He's here so, to talk about
2: the streak. There you go. So, but uh, doctor love and, uh, like his. He's so. doctor
1: love. Yeah. But uh, the thing about that as well is when you. Just just look at uh, everything and, and take a step back. I mean, by the time it's all said and done, when you look at Barkov, Huberto, Trochuk, even Bukestad and guys like that, they're all probably going to be, you know, the top five leading scorers in franchise history by the time it's all said and done. I mean, all the guys that are on the ice now are going to be the record holders that we look back on for the Panthers. And I think that's just really exciting. And one other thing, this is also the best the Panthers prospect pool has ever been. Not only is the team the best on the ice it's ever been, you look at the guys coming, you look at Owen Tippett, you look at Alexei Hepiniemi, you look at Max Gildon, you look at Samuel Montevo, you look at Henrik Borgstrom. It goes on and on and on. Like, this train's not slowing down anytime soon. I mean, this pipeline and this team, given the ages of everyone, I mean, this is going to be an exciting, I think, you know decade at least for how they're set up right now and we haven't really touched on it that much
2: but uh, the Springfield Thunderbirds um, who are currently housing a good a good majority of those prospects and that young talent for this team you know that's coming up in the pipeline they've been off to a very good start in in the AHL so uh, we'd be remiss if, if we didn't give them a shout out as well but uh, yeah it's it's you know and again it's it's an exciting time to be a fan of this team to be a follower of this team and and I really think the hockey world is starting to take notice that you know the core that the, that the Panthers do have in place, um, they they could rival that of any young core throughout the National Hockey League.
1: You, you, talk, you talk about people starting to realize you heard Ma- Ma- Mike Matheson talking to Doug Plague and saying you know, there were some people writing the Panthers off early, and you, you know they love that. You know they hear, love to hear that and put that on the bulletin board. So like you said, anyone that did write the Panthers off is crazy because the team right now has shown exactly what they can do. Um, and for the last hot take, it's the hottest of hot takes it's muy caliente hang it, is, it is a off. spicy spicy take take the jacket <laughs> off this is from tea time 561 can't read it with a straight face but I'll do my best Panthers win 20 straight are we the, boom are we the Oakland Athletics well <laughs> <laughs> okay. franchise records 12 Said a couple years ago so just chip on eight more to that I think I think obviously it's going to happen Pete what do you think
2: at th- at this point, I'll I'll just take a win against the Blue Jackets, and and we'll go from there. But uh, my lord, if this team happens to win twenty straight, I mean, does does that automatically clinch a playoff spot? Oh I mean, what would we'll as as the record stands now, if if they do happen to win, are we compounding? Are we saying? Are we saying twenty? From this current stretch, or oh, twenty the, included in this current from this win current street. stretch
1: would be crazy. We're just talking about fifteen more straight wins. So, so we're, we're
2: counting the the twenty included in the, the yeah, current so streak that we're more, on. Just fifteen more. So fifteen more. And what would that bring the, the record to?
1: That put us at, I believe, it's twenty two, five and
2: three. Um. That's pretty good, man. That's all right. That'd be <laughs> something, but no. Uh, but
1: it, it all fa- on all fairness, obviously, twenty straight wins is asking a lot, even even for Mister T. Time. I don't, over I don't there. even
2: know at the top of my head what the NHL record <laughs> but, um, for wins is for for a team. But hey, uh, it, it, dream big. If it, <laughs> dream big, if it, if it happens. Uh, more power, more power to the Panthers. That's that's that would be incredible. But well, that's the good thing is, but, right,
1: like we said, the Panthers right now they're seven five and three. Uh, even if this streak, like we said, ends in a week or ends tomorrow, the Panthers just seem to play pretty good hockey from here on out, and they're in a great spot. But we don't even think they're going to play pretty good hockey. We we know this team can play great hockey. They've been playing great hockey lately, and we expect more great hockey going forward. So, Pete, any closing arguments here for the Florida Panthers? No. Now, that I've, we've, now that we've turned the oven I, off. I just well, I just
2: there's a little flame left in the oven because I just wanted to say, are we alluding? Are, are we making that? Straight out wins, or you, you, won't, you won't. Or or overtime, or shootout losses. Because does does that it, that's unbeaten. A that's unbeaten, and you still get a point out of those. He games. said, "Win twenty straight." Okay, then that man is. It, now he's crazy is taking cuckoo for cocoa <laughs> but um no closing arguments uh it, it, this is a big road trip for this team I think if they continue to play the way they did against the Flyers they'll be coming back to bbT Center after the Thanksgiving break with a lot to be thankful for wink wink <laughs> but um it's again it's just this team is starting to to write to the ship and starting to play like the Panthers team everybody's you know surrounded You know within the team whether it be you know broadcasters upper management the players themselves and even fans this is the Panthers team everybody expected to see at the start of this season there were some growing pains but I think the start that this team had it'll only help them in the long run they really it really took them you know a moment to step back and say you know we can't go through this again we can't have the start we had last year we got to start writing the ship now and that's what they're doing so I think they just need to continue to be able to roll four lines um coach Bugner again he has the pulse of this team and the rest of his coaching staff um paul mcfarland re- running the power play that's been speaking for itself and you know coach uh, jack capuano the, the work that he's done with the defense with the changes that uh you know coach bugner has made um everybody's just playing well right now there there are no passengers on this team right now uh everybody knows their role you know everybody is giving 100 percent on any given night um and I just think you know, Panthers fans, just uh, enjoy the ride, you know, while it's while it's going on. Keep, stay off the roofs, you know, <laughs> stay away from the ledges. Again, it's it's a long season. Uh, me and Jameson have alluded to it time and time again. It, it is a long season because um, because you know there are going to be times where well, it's probably tough, but there are going to be other times when uh, that's hockey though. It's 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 sports. It's very you know, few it's,
1: teams cruise the whole way.
2: It's sports, you know, unless uh, unless you're the you're the uh, I think it's seventy two Miami Dolphins, <laughs> um, you know, so. Uh, um, you know, it's it, Panthers weren't going to have an undefeated season. There's going to be wins. There's going to be streaks, but uh, it's what you do within those games, uh, and the way the team plays to really let you know how things are going to go. And right now, it's it's been great for the Panthers. They have home cooking right now, and and they just need to continue it on the road. Um, so just you know, keep involved, keep informed, keep uh, sending your questions to uh, to uh, us on social media. Keep the hot takes coming. We love reading them, <laughs> and uh, and uh, just thanks for listening. I, I love coming on here and because I don't get on that often. When
1: You're when, on your own streak here. When, I mean, you've been getting on a lot of episodes lately. I, I don't think this
2: is my in a row. It's not in a row. But. I, didn't, I didn't join the... Um, the quick talk about the home streak because I was I was off doing I was posting uh, doing real work post game content made by by yours truly Jameson Olive but uh,
1: but Pete like, like you said the Panthers five more games on the road uh, just a lot a lot of positives right now this team's streaking everyone in the room feels good everyone outside the room like ourselves feels good but the pe- team does get home on November twenty fourth eight straight home games starting with the Chicago Blackhawks nine five four eight three five Puck FloridaPanthers.com, backslash tickets that's where you get your tickets you got to come to these games especially. Around the holidays. The building's packed. Things are fun. And just, you know, looking around South Florida, the, the heat aren't off to a great start. The Dolphins aren't off to a great start. Get out there, support the Panthers and kind of just ride this wave with us because we all know it's going to end up in a good spot. So for myself, Jamison Olive, you can find me on Twitter at Jamison Coop. Pete, where can we find you? At Pete Rossi 21. And for Doug Plagans, who's not here today, at Doug Plagans on Twitter. And once again, for all of us, thanks for joining us today on Territory Talk. We'll catch you next week.
0: Thanks for listening to Territory Talk, the official podcast of the Florida Panthers. For all your Panthers news and information, follow FLA Panthers on Twitter.